0: This is Creative Dialogues, a podcast from Wollongong City Council. I'm your host, Tom Hogan. This episode, we're streaming the audio from a webinar called So You Want Funding For Your Project. The webinar took place on Thursday, the 24th of February and was recorded on both Gadigal Land and Dharawal Country. The two guests include Brianna Munting from the Arts and Funding Development Team and Create New South Wales and Sam Crosby, the coordinator of the cultural development team at Wollongong City Council. We'll hear from both guests and answer questions from the online attendees. For the edited version of this event, I'm skipping past the introductions and Zoom protocols and skipping straight to the content. I might hand this over now to Brianna. Um, and Brianna, what can you tell us about Create New South Wales and the grant system there?
1: Excellent. Hopefully looks. I really wanted to start with this slide that talks about um, the objectives of state funding and it's really great, Tom, that you talk about a fit between your project and the grant that you're applying for and the way that... I always think about that having worked both for government and also as an independent, um, is making sure that your objectives of what you're trying to deliver really match with that of the funding agency that you're working with. CREATE's objectives are strengthening creative leadership and programming excellence in New South Wales. We aim to grow the New South Wales arts and cultural sector across all of the state and really continue to cultivate New South Wales as a leader in arts and cultural practice as well as ensuring strong organisations and individuals. Create New South Wales is committed to arts and cultural work across all of New South Wales. And we also have a series of key priority areas um, that are often used as... um, an indicator of what we're looking at delivering, but who we're also hoping to engage as both artists and audiences. And our key priority areas include um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, artists and audiences, culturally and linguistically diverse artists and audiences, artists um, with disability and or who are deaf, young people, um, artists and audiences based in Western Sydney and artists and audience based in regional New South Wales. And so for us, we really are making sure that there is access for everyone within our communities um, to state government funding. Our grants funding is split up into a range of categories. We support individuals and we do this through project funding as well as the small project grants, which is really what I'm going to focus on today. Um, We also offer creative leadership um, and these are professional development programs that are aimed to support individuals within their career. Currently, we have um, a Beyond the Studio partnership with Sydney Dance Company that's open. A conductor with Sydney Youth Orchestras Fellowship that's open, and also a New South Wales First Nations Creative Fellowship that's in partnership with the State Library of New South Wales. We also offer um, a service needs, or we will, that will be opening in March, which is about strategic support for art forms to deliver a range of services to artists in those art forms. We fund organizations through our grant round and we fund them for both projects and annual program. So that's a very quick overview of the types of funding that we have. In terms of what's open at the moment, we have our small project grants, quick response, and also the creative leadership um, opportunities. For individuals, we have the Creative Curry Projects and the Projects for Individuals. Those two won't be opening until August this year. Um, So, really at the moment, it's small project grants. And I wanted to kind of talk through what you can apply for with our small project grants and what you really are thinking about if you've got a project in mind. So our small project grants are open all year round. We aim for a three to four week turnaround on these grants and you can apply for up to $5,000. They are only open for individual artists or collaborative groups of artists artists and in that you can apply for the development of a new work um, across any art form it might be a script reading or a development performance for theatre it might be undertaking choreographic research for a dancer it might be putting an exhibition on um, in a gallery space Um, we also provide funding for professional development opportunities for artists through this program. It might be that you want funding to undertake a residency or to establish a mentorship program or to attend a conference. And so, for us, it's really about the plan that you have that we would like to support you to deliver on the New South Wales government objectives. This is our website. I will acknowledge there's a lot of information on it, which is one of the reasons why there's a big red circle around where you can apply um, for this. And all of our applications are run through Smarty Grants. One of the things that my team is really committed to is supporting new applicants and existing applicants through the process. The small project grant process is probably one of our easiest forms as it tends to be the more money that you ask for, the more complex the form becomes within a state government context. We are absolutely willing to support any questions you have. Um, We offer webinars, particularly around small project grants. They're available on our website. And we also offer lab sessions, which is a one-on-one if you have any questions around the application form. So, don't be shy. It's really important that if you are stuck at any stage that you pick up the phone or just send an email and speak to us, ask anything. No question um, is too silly. We really want to be able to get people in and get money to you. So, with the small project grants, um, there's three areas of assessment that we look at. We look at merit, impact and viability. And Each of these areas has a specific set of questions um, that we ask that you need to address in the grant. I do acknowledge that you get 300 words to do so, which if you're like me, I can um, have a lot of superfluous language in there and it's definitely an art form to work out um, what's important, what to include and how to also edit back. So, in saying that, merit is about looking at the vision of your work. So, you need to speak to the artistic rationale and this is often what you're going to do, what you're going to deliver, um, what you're looking at producing or developing, um, and how it's going to happen for you. The rationale is really that mixture of, I might wanna be contributing to the art form in this sense, or it might be, this is about me personally, and is really essential to my career. The other question is around previous work history, and don't worry if you're an early career artist, um, the assessors absolutely understand that. It's just about seeing where this application may fit in with your career and if it's going to be able to propel or sustain your practice. That's really what that section is looking for. The next one is around impact. And so for impact, it's about looking at the impact you make short and long term it could be the impact for you on your career. So how in the short term, it might increase your opportunities, it might increase your networking capabilities. And then in the long term, it might lead to further projects. Um, So really it's about crafting how this is going to um, grow or extend your practice and your career. If it's not about career and it's about art form, the same principles apply where it might be how your work is expanding our knowledge of that art form or how you might be innovating within that art form. And again, looking at short and long-term impacts. The second question is around urgency. Because it is a quick response grant, the intention of it is that it will allow you to take up an opportunity um, that has a timeliness to it. And this is one of the questions, and I do strongly recommend that you think about why you want to undertake this activity, why you're undertaking it now, who it's going to impact, and why that's really important, and be quite clear around what that urgency is. And then there's the viability section. This will be the easiest create budget that you do. It's simply an income and expenditure statement. I always say with the budget, please make sure your income equals your expenditure. And also, if you are getting in-kind support, put that in there. And if you put the in-kind in the income, make sure you're also putting it in the expenditure. Often, it can be really helpful to explain your budget in the notes that are provided in the application form, particularly if there's um, $5,000 items, you might wanna break down um, what they're actually going to pay for. One of the things that CREATE is really committed to is also making sure that artists are paying themselves and that there's artist fees within those budgets. And that will be the first thing that the assessors look at. You then have the milestones and it often is that moment where you go, okay, I'm just going to quickly put down what I can think of in terms of planning. With milestones, be as detailed as possible. So, you might be, um, if you're developing a new theatre work, it's really important to put the steps of development, um, even the activities that are coming under those milestones, because, and I say this with all our grants, it's really about not giving the assessors any reason to ask questions of the grant application. You're giving all the information there, and you're also demonstrating that you understand everything that's going into the planning of it. Support material. um, I always say do this first because it can often take the longest. Support material is about, first of all, telling the story of who you are and showing that what you're asking for is absolutely within your wheelhouse, but is also essential to your career because it's gonna propel you um, forward or it's gonna sustain you for a period of time. With images, with videos, really let it tell the story that you want it to tell. Also, it's really good to get letters first. If you've got a venue confirmed, get a letter from them. If you're working with um, New South Wales Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander communities, please get a letter for them, um, and make sure that even in your budget, you're ensuring there's payment for cultural leadership. Um, if you are working with those communities, because each part of your grant is about supporting your idea and demonstrating the strength of your capacity to deliver in that. The assessment process for CREATE, I'll quite briefly talk through that, um, is it's Assessed by multiple individuals, it then goes to a panel for discussion, um, and then the panel decide on the recommendations and then they go to the minister for approval. Um, Again, it's a really quick turnaround in terms of small project grants, um, but that's the process that they go through. So it's also you get a range of people who working within the arts who are seeing your work and who are able to respond to that. These are our art form boards if you are applying for a project grant. I'm not going to go through them, but it's just that we recognize the diversity of art forms. We also provide a lot of support in terms of um, help guides, webinars, fact sheets. They're all on our website under funding and supports. Please access them even if you're listening to them whilst you're going for a walk. Um, They can often be helpful in clarifying any issues or questions that you may have. This is the contacts for CREATE and I just wanted to end really quickly with it's always good to find an editor and get someone else to read your work because they can help cut down on um, your pro- your words or find your repetition or repeats within that process. Um, it's also good to, if you aren't successful, to co create and get feedback. Um, We're really trying to take the time to get people to do that and we'd really like um, you to contact us and we'll go through anything the last last point is resilience is really important you may not get the grant the first time but don't be put off Um, please try try again I'll stop there
0: um that was great biana that was awesome yeah really good Thank that you. was very helpful i learned um, a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who are um watching and were just like a bit daunted by how much that is that we'll be trying to send around the some of those notes the websites have a lot of that information as well we'll send you a link to those websites and that those email addresses so they're all um that information is not gone forever i promise um can, can I just clarify one or two things from one of the things you said? Of course. I'm just I remember not knowing what Smarty Grants was. Um, uh, yes. You said that you used the Smarty Grants system. What is the Smarty Grants system? So,
1: it's a grant management system where to start a grant and to submit a grant application to create, you'll need to log on and then you create a profile on it. It's all online. Um, it basically... The way that I previously, when I'm not working at uh, Create New South Wales, is I tend to go into Smarty Grants, look at the questions on the grant application, cut and paste the questions into Word write out all my answers and then cut and paste them into the Smarty Grants application and then you submit online. My other hot tip is there's often a closing time and be really aware that sometimes uploading support material can take time. So, give yourself a window to actually write that grant.
0: Yeah, that sounds very – I mean, time management is a real big thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it sounds not only just about writing the grant, but also if you're trying to get letters from other people, you need to give yourself that time to – yeah, you won't be able to get that done in, say, like a week is quick, I guess. Yes. Sure. So, yeah, for, for those who are interested in that, I, yeah, it looks like Smarty Grants, you can log on and see the questions in advance, essentially, and spend your time. Yeah. Um, And then include the time as, like, this is part of the project. Like, it's planning, it's pre-production. That sounds um, great. Um, uh, Just one other thing. You said with in-kind support as income and then include it as expenditure. Does that mean in the expenditure I should say, like, so if in-kind was, say, a space that I was able to get for free, then in expenditure I say... Oh, that was about five thousand dollars of space hire, and then brackets yep. income, in kind.
1: That's it. So you'd make sure that you'd put venue five thousand dollars in your income, and then put venue five thousand dollars in your expenditure.
0: Fantastic. That makes because your
1: budget should always balance. <laughs> it should
0: balance, yes. Um, and the last big point that um, was that uh, you're that you're looking to see that artists are paying themselves. Um, Obviously that is different depending on what the art is, how much time it takes. Is there like any way that people can gauge this or a guideline that Create New South Wales offers or uh, is what do, what do you about how they gauge their own price or their own time, I guess?
1: So um, within most of our grants, outside of the small project grants, we say the National Association for the Visual Arts for Visual Arts and Craft Practice sets the industry benchmarks. The Live Performance Award sets the industry benchmarks for performance. Um, And then in terms of musicians, APRA AMCOS have some around the royalties, um, but have a chat with Music New South Wales as well, and they'll be able to help guide you. They're the moments where you use your peak industry bodies to actually support you in the application process.
0: Okay, great. And so that stuff is like on their websites, like the LPA website is what you said yeah. it was? Um, yeah. And Nava was one of them, NAVA, N-A-V-A um, And yeah. Music New South Wales uh, and APRA. And the Music uh, Musicians Alliance, I think is one that does that. similar things. Yeah. Um, I, we'll, we'll make sure they're including the links for anyone who's watching. I've just like, it really helps going like, ah, oh, this is what the industry assumes my time is worth um, as a way to at least judge how you think you value your time. is It's very helpful. Um, that's great. Um, I'm, there will be more questions, obviously, at the end, but they're just ones that popped up as it was coming. Um, so, and I'll get to the ones that are submitted as well, I promise. Thank you very much, Brianna. That was awesome. That was great. Thanks, Brianna.
2: That's great.
0: Um, so, we'll get you to hold on to the line there, Brianna, as we <laughs> um, cross to our other live guest. Um, uh, Melissa, we'll get to that question at the end, I promise. That is exactly... That's, it's, it's on my list. That's good. Because um, that will apply to both. Um, so maybe, Sam, could I give you the floor for a little bit to present uh, for the Wollongong City Council's grants uh, that are available? Absolutely.
2: When I sort of took the approach, it's, it's really just thinking about what I would do if I was having to go through this grants process. So I've sort of really broken it down into um, chunks and I think a lot of the information that Brianna was talking about there in terms of how you consider your project, the impacts and things are all, you know, they really echo throughout this this situation as well. Can everyone see my screen? I think everyone's good. So um, the grants are now open um, and what will they fund? So we've got two categories in our small cultural grants. There are lots of different grants open at the moment, the um, council. Um, so if you wanna just go to our financial assistance, Wollongong City Council page, all of our open grants are on there. So we've got uh, neighborhood grants, we've got NAIDOC week grants, we've got community event grants. So there's lots going on, but the one that I'm sort of administering is the small cultural grants fund. So the two categories, one is for, Creative projects, so new or expanding projects, not business as usual stuff. And then the second category is for capital expenses. So, you know, let's say um, you needed some new podcast um, microphones for your podcast um, uh, project, um, you know, you would sort of apply to have uh, the funding to buy that new equipment. Um, But it's really about uh, equipment or capital expenses that. Um, improve the operation of your arts business, and it can also include digital marketing. And we know, you know, how important that is um, in today's art world. Is you know, how do you get yourself out there um, to you know your customers and your clients and you know the arts community in general? So, who's eligible to apply? Well, um, you know, we have lots of people, individual artists um, over the age of eighteen that apply. Um, lots of community and cultural organisations, so that can also include small museums and heritage um, organisations. Um, we do have, I guess, um, some kind of, uh, I guess, targeted sort of groups that we like to encourage to apply: uh, physically and socially isolated communities and um, groups from diverse communities as well. So, do um, mention that in your application. Um, Who can't apply? So occasionally we get people from profit-making organisations uh, to apply for the council grants. And we just, um, you know, they just can't get over the line. We have a financial assistance policy, and that basically goes against the policy for the awarding of these grants. And also if you've had a previous grant and you didn't, Finalize your grant or you didn't get your project over the line, it wasn't acquitted properly, then you are ineligible um, to apply for a grant. I have had a few questions from people that have currently got grants with the council in various areas um, to ask whether or not they can apply for this round. You can apply for this round. We know that a lot of projects that were grant funded have been held up uh, because of COVID restrictions. So, we're not going to be um, restricting applications based on that this time around. Um, in terms of what we won't fund. So if you're one of those people that you think, yeah, great. I can get that. I can apply for that funding. What can I ask for? Um, basically existing business as usual. So um, that can include your rent or insurance. Um, you can't, uh, Basically, fund anything that's commercial in nature, or as I mentioned earlier, anything from a commercial organisation. Because this money is coming from the Wollongong City Council, we can't take applications from outside of the Wollongong LGA, so make sure you check. Um, We had a few applications in the last round where people were just outside uh, the border of the LGA, and it was a great application, and we just Um, You know, really don't want people to put the time in to do this if if that's, you know, very clear boundary line. is what stops you from getting your application over the line. And if you do live in the Wollongong LGA but your project takes place outside of the LGA, it's also not eligible. And we've had that happen a few times before. Um, So, yeah, just Google the map and have a look and see where the LGA borders lie. The other thing that we can't um, pay for is entry fee into awards purely because that's not really a capital expense and it's not a creative project. So, you know, um, just to keep that in mind. Okay. So when you're putting your application together, you need to decide if you're going to be Category 1 or Category 2. And I think Brianna really, um, you know, she completely and Natalie explained this so well Um, so please take uh her advice into account when you're putting your creative idea together you know we get lots of um applications and those that are really well thought out that we think you know they're going to be able to do this you know they're going to get this over the line with this if we give them this money yes it is achievable um it is able to be done within the time period of the grant which um it had, a lot of our grants have been extended because of COVID, but this project around um, the current uh, deadline for um, your project to be completed, I think, is within 12 months of you receiving the grant. Um, the other thing is to think about the relevance of your project. Um, you know, is it interesting? Is it financially achievable? Can you measure your outcomes? So, you know, we do now ask people to be able to evaluate their project. So how are you going to evaluate it? How are you going to measure what's happened uh, once your project has been completed? And, you know, is it a worthwhile project, Um, particularly for thinking around um, how worthwhile and uh, relevant and interesting it is for the Wollongong area? Um, They don't have to focus on, you know, the theme doesn't have to be, you know, Wollongong is great or, you know, isn't the escarpment amazing or anything like that. But we do want it to have um, some relevance to the area that the funding is coming from. Um, So, again, thinking about your outcomes. um, Think about what you want to achieve. And really nut that out. We, we've had a few applications previously where this kind of, um, you know, part of the application was quite wishy-washy and, you know, we've got four or five people on the grants panel making these decisions. And, you know, if we can't work out what um, you're going to do with your grant, then you know, it's going to be really hard for you to get, get that money. Make sure you really think clearly about that. And, you know, how does this money help you to get there? You know, um, I want to, you know, put on a performance at the local community centre and this grant is going to get me there because it's going to pay for, you know, production, advertising, actors, musicians, all of those and your own creative input. And then think about, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the benefit that it has to the community and your own creative practice and also the Wollongong LGA. And sometimes the community may be a specific area of the Wollongong community. Um, We've had lots of great projects that um, engage with uh, disadvantaged youth or perhaps the aged care um, area. So, you know, think about who who your audience is and who you're going to be pitching it to and what benefit are they going to get out of it. Um, And I think um, Tom mentioned this earlier when he was talking about his early days of of putting in an application, Um, we've got a real range of people on our grant panels. Some of them aren't artists. So that really heavy um, conceptual language when you're trying to explain your project can be a bit of a disadvantage. So think about, you know, I guess how your project looks from the outside. Um, That sort of inner voice and the inner workings of your own creative practice may not be the best way for you to get funding. So really try and think about those external um, motivations rather than your sort of internal journey of our creative, um, creative practice. I Hope that makes sense. Um, think about as well who you're gonna partner with, um, who your participants are, if there are participants, and who your audience is. So, you know, basically, who else is going to help you deliver your project? Um, So that may be a filmmaker if you want to make a video clip for your band. Um, It may be um, a production assistant. It may be that you have a community group uh, lined up and ready to go that you want to help um, create your project. You know, what is that community outcome that you want to add to your application? Who is the group that's going to participate? How many there are of that group? Um, All of those questions are asked in the application. So, and also think about who the audience might be. Is it just the general public? Is it, you know, you want to put on a show for um, young emerging musicians, um, that the you want to put an exhibition for people that are struggling with mental health issues. So all of those things um, need to be considered. It may just be that you just want to put a creative project together and you know there isn't any specific audience participants or partners, but when you do have those partners lined up, make sure again that you get those letters of support. They're really crucial. And thinking about your location. So obviously I mentioned earlier that it's got to be within the Wollongong LGA. Um, you know does the project require a venue or certain venues if you have to hire the venue like a church hall because your orchestra can only perform there then get a quote from the church uh, for the cost of the hire Um, you know as we talked about earlier the venue might be in kind but provide that in a letter of support and um, think a little bit about your WHS and your safety considerations. We had um, an application last year where someone wanted to film a video clip in an abandoned uh, colliery uh, coal mine and we thought, well, you know, how's that going to happen and, you know, they wanted to basically, you know, break in in the cover of night and film this video clip. So, there's just no way that we could have been able to support that as a council. So, do consider those safety considerations. And at the moment, the restrictions, um, you know, uh, aren't really preventing um, different arts projects and performances, but um, it does help that if your venue that you think of has a COVID safe plan, that you mention that because if we do go back into any kind of restrictions, we know, okay, great, the venue's acting safely, you're going to be acting safely So we'd be happy to fund that project. Um, And then the big thing is always the cost of your project and budget. And it was great to have Brianna really just talk about the importance of your budget and making sure that um, your income and your expenditure match up. And so that, you know, we make your budget provision a little bit easier. We've actually got a template on our website that you can use. So you don't have to think, oh God, what does a budget look like? What do I have to include? It's there for you. You just have to put your numbers in. Um, So it's really, really simple. um, And we do recommend that you use that budget template. Um, We've had people just chuck it in an email to us and things like that. But remember that these grant programs are really oversubscribed. And if you want to get your project over the line, uh, you know, have a great budget, make it simple, make it understandable, because sometimes um, our grant panels are going through 50 or 60 applications at once. And, you know, you want to make yours stand out and you want to make it easy for the grant panel to make a decision about your project. So with your income, you know, you've got to add How much you want to get from the grant in there as well. Um, We talked about in kind contributions. You might have ticket sales, you might have another grant, you might have sponsorship. Um, Someone did ask earlier about ticket sales. You know, we want to make sure that your project is accessible to people. So if your tickets are $100 each, um, you know, we may not feel that that's a good use of council money because, you know, only a certain members of the community might be able to afford $100 to come and see your grant funded show. Um, So do consider ticket sales and make sure that, you know, they're not prohibitive for people to come and see your show. Okay. Um, When you're putting your category two application together, um, it's really important that you provide your quotes um, in your, um, you know, in your application. So let's say that you need some new lights for your theatre, um, get the quotes of the lights, get the quotes of the electrician and anything else that you need to get that project over the line. Um, sometimes you might even say within your project that you've, you know, you've looked at three different suppliers and these are the ones that we that we have lined up. And where possible, um, try to use Wollongong suppliers and contractors it's not always possible we know that um, arts projects sometimes can be a real specialization and you might have to go elsewhere but really what we want to do with these uh, these grants is to you know economically stimulate the Wollongong local government area so you know if you can show that you're using other Wollongong LGA suppliers and contractors um, that gets us you know a big smiley face because we go, great, we're working with our community to deliver this project. Okay, so there are the things you need to sort of consider when you're um, putting your application together. And um, this is really just about the sort of nuts and bolts. So when you've thought about your project and you're getting your budget ready, and you've got all your supporting documents there, this is really the nuts and bolts of it. And you know, we do get problems with people trying to apply particularly last minute, or they can't access. We don't use SMARTy grants, we use a program called WooFo. It's a WooFo form. Um, so you don't actually have to sign up for a, um, a separate website or system to be able to access the grant. Um, and we know that sometimes WooFo can be a little bit glitchy. So what we've done this time around, we've actually um, provided a list of questions uh, on our grant website. So you can download those questions and read them all before you even open the grant application. So you can really sit down, you know, print them out, get a cup of coffee or a beer or whatever you want to do and just, you know, scribble some answers down, start preparing your, your submission. Or, you know, if you don't want to work paper and pen, start preparing your answers in a Word document, copy and paste that into a Word doc, and that's your sort of working document. And, you know, Brianna said this as well, you know, get someone else to check over your application um, if you can. Um, It's just like a job app. You want to make sure that you're not repeating yourself, that you're using those 250-word boxes the best you can. You've got to get the most out of every word that's in there. Um, So, you know, get someone to check over it uh, to give you a hand. We unfortunately won't be able to check your applications, Um, that would sort of be a little bit unfair to other applicants, um, but find someone that can help you and, as I said, gather all your supporting information together. Um, And that information is on the the page where the grants are. as I mentioned earlier, there is a budget template. This is kind of what it looks like. Um, and you can input your um, figures into there and add your items. And it's an Excel spreadsheet, so it will help add all those up for you. Um, get Again, get someone to check over that. You know, someone in your family is really good at budgeting. Um, it's definitely not my strong point, um, so I would have to go and find someone that's really good with this kind of thing to look over that for me, and then save it, you know, on your hard drive ready for that moment when you're gonna download it all and put it into the Wufoo system. So this is the button that you press once you've got everything ready to go, complete all your questions, um, attach your supporting documents and press submit. And a new feature that we've got this time around, which, um, you know, we just, just didn't even acknowledge, um, before was you'll receive an acknowledgement email. So if you didn't get that email, it wasn't submitted successfully. So just make sure that uh, you check your emails after you've submitted, and it'll tell you that it's it's gone through. Um, if you're having any problems, you know, submitting your application, trying to get it in, you know, get in touch. So there's a button on the website where you can press a button, and it comes straight to our email, which is development at we um, We'll send that information all through to you. I tend to get a lot of emails from people already that have that email address. Um, we check it pretty regularly, but, you know, again, the system does um, take a while for you to upload everything and for you to do your application. So please try not to leave it until the last minute. Um, and particularly in that last week, I do tend to leave a bit of my time free to be able to answer questions um, or inquiries about the grant program. Um, but, you know, we, this grant project is a, is a small part of what we do in cultural development. Um, so, you know, we have lots of other things that we need to be dealing with. We try to spend as much time making sure we get back to people in a timely manner. Um, so, you know, don't sort of email me on a Sunday night When the applications are due, um, the next, I think it's the 31st is actually a Thursday uh, this time around. How do I know that? Because the 31st of March is my birthday. So, you know, I get excited that I get all these wonderful presents in my inbox. So, yeah, um, it's a Thursday this year. So, you know, maybe try and get your application by the Tuesday and then you can come and join me for some birthday cake on the Thursday afternoon. At a venue to be decided
0: later okay thanks so, tom be sure to include happy birthday in your application is that what <laughs> i'm hearing um
2: we definitely don't take rides. <laughs>
0: yeah okay um so before i get to the ones that have been submitted and the ones that have been submitted recently um uh you were saying you know, th- projects that are outside the lga versus inside the LGA, Um, what if you are, uh, one person was asking if they live outside the LGA but the project is in the LGA, is that it is specifically for the LGA? And that is where Create New South Wales will shine because it is statewide.
2: Yeah, we'll push it over there, yeah. And we have had had, um, that situation previously. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just check your borders um, and really make sure, um, you know, particularly... I think we had one grant application where we had uh, a trio of applicants that were wanting to do a project together. Two of the applicants actually lived in the LGA, one didn't, and the one that didn't put their address down as the address for the application, and we just couldn't fund it. So, yeah, just be really careful. It's a really simple little thing that um, can trip you
0: up. Got it. And, uh, I mean, ultimately you're looking, I mean, all these things, you you basically... You're trying to make it as easy as possible for, Mm. say, in this case, the council to say yes. So everything that is centered around Wollongong is prioritized in that case. Yeah.
2: Because the funding is...
0: I do like the idea of trying to get the council to fund something illegal. I like the confidence (laughs) of that application. That's very good. Um, (laughs) Breaking to the coal mine is very great. Um, So uh, one of the, like, with all the questions that I've got... um, I don't want to respond to people about specifically their grant, I guess. Otherwise, we'll just be doing that. Um, And one thing we were saying, uh, that both Create New South Wales and Wollongong Council won't check your application, but you're free to ask as many questions as you need, ultimately, um, because you want your thing to be right. Is that correct? Is that? Yeah. Sweet. And so on both websites, there's contacts for specific grants, and including in that last one i just went to both websites there's grants not just the ones we've covered but there's other grants available under certain circumstances that are or aren't open so i will send you a link to everyone here so they can all see it (sighs) and can
2: i just um i forgot to mention um brianna talked a lot about the professional development and the mentoring um section of create new south wales um if that's something that you are interested in and you want to sort of Put your grant application towards that maybe just hold off uh because in the next few weeks we're going to be announcing a um cultural grant. and creative mentoring program um so yeah just keep that in mind and keep an eye out on our creative wongong facebook page or our e-newsletter and we'll be releasing that so if you think oh look i'd really love to go and do this training session with this Pottery guru up in the Blue Mountains. Um, just hold on to that. Uh, it might not be the best place for it in the grant system, but something around the corner is coming up.
0: Got it. Okay. Um, all right. Fantastic. Um, so some of the questions that have come up. Uh, Sam, you mentioned you mentioned it, but I guess it goes for both of you. Uh, does create New South Wales do? Uh, you were saying doesn't offer grants to commercial businesses who's considered profit. Is that a – it seems like just a grey area of what profit and commercial means there, obviously. Is that –
1: From Create New South Wales perspective, we don't for the small project grants, but we do for our project or organisational grants. But the one caveat I would say is if you are submitting a grant application to Create and you are a for profit company, please consider how you demonstrate that in your budget. Because if you are showing a surplus, um, questions will be asked on the need of government funding to support you.
0: Got it. And thats that doesn't just mean anyone with an ABN though, does it? That's not because an ABN is still an artist and it's not necessarily. Yeah.
1: So if you've got an ABN, often artists are registered as sole traders. If you're a sole trader, you can apply for small project grants. You can apply for the individual project grants. If you have a not-for-profit company, company limited by guarantee, uh, commercial, commercial, company, then you can only apply in the project and or organisational
0: rounds. Fantastic. Thank you. I hope that answered that person's question, asking for capital expenses for a podcast, which sounds great. (laughs) Sounds like it's right in there. Um, uh, Edith asked about applying on an iPad. I think that might be dependent on each of the systems. Um, I'm sure it's possible. Um, It might be more complicated than it needs to be because it could be a bit fiddly. Um, I don't have an iPad now to check. I'm very sorry, Edith. Um, maybe I'll check on that and oh. I'll see what we can do about that. Um, in the end, you're typing, you know, uh, chunks of text, and it's requiring a lot of selecting things and uploading. So perhaps an iPad may not be the ideal situation for it. But if it works, it works for you <laughs> if you can navigate that. That's my gut yeah. reaction to that answer. I didn't want to, <laughs> if that were. There's a, a couple of questions about the turnarounds of these things, mm. um, which I guess goes for, like, so quick response. Brownie. you were saying the turnaround is for getting the grant approved? Well, It's a- three
1: to four weeks. So one of the things that people often get stuck on is you cannot start any of your activity um, three weeks before the day you submit. So unfortunately, we get a lot of applications where people submit, but then they might say their start date is two days before a three-week period, and that automatically makes them ineligible. So please check that your project start date is three weeks or even a little bit more by one or two days just so that you're okay. But it's a three to four-week turnaround of notification.
2: Yeah, so our process is a little bit longer. Um, This is our small cultural grants. We do have a quick response. We did have a quick response grant around last year. But the timeline for this um, small cultural grant is the applications close on the 31st. Um, We tend to um, go through the panel process um, late April, early May and then it needs to go through to the GM to be signed off and then we have to prepare all the paperwork to get back to people that are successful so that will include their contracts and things so that takes a little while. Um, And then we would let people know, we try to let people know around the turnover of the financial year, the project itself would have to start in the new financial year. So I did have a conversation with someone um, a couple of weeks ago that wanted to do a project based on a memorial, and the memorial date was in May. Um, so we just unfortunately just could not um
0: and Could that's, that's that. kind of up to the artist to or the funder to look at the dates that are required for that. True, because it's true. actually easier for you just to say no because there's so many applications. That's yes. got it. Um fantastic. Um I will still we'll still go for a few minutes because there's definitely some questions I want to get to. Um yeah. if you get rejected, is there a time between when you can reapply? How is there like a cutoff or something like that that keeps coming coming up? Just apply when it's available to be applied. No,
1: but get feedback before you yeah. reapply. That would be my one um, piece of advice.
2: Yeah. 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 And as an example, um, you know, we had someone apply for the grant last year and they lived in the Wollongong LGA. Their project was actually in Shell Harbour um, and that was the only reason. And so I actually contacted that person directly and just said, look, I think you should give us a call because it was a really small reason why your project didn't get funded. So sometimes that might be it. Sometimes it might be, you know, um, we might want you to engage more with the community, um, that perhaps we felt the ticket prices were too high, um, there wasn't enough benefit out there. So, you know, do get feedback. I'm really happy to spend 20 minutes, half an hour talking to people about that later. And, you know, it's, it's not always easy for us to give that information. Um, You know, it's like telling someone they've been unsuccessful in a job application Um, but, you know, as as Brianna said, you know, be resilient and, you know, take take it on the chin and, you know, we'll do our best to give you that information so you can be successful next time. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, For those, a few people asked about the categories and I believe you answered it in the chat. You can apply for both categories for different applications. That's what it seems like. Yeah,
2: so... Do put in two separate grants. So you can't apply for category one and category two in the same application. You'll have to put in a separate application because obviously all the, all the budget and everything's going to be completely different. And I think the category two uh, grant application is actually a lot shorter.
0: Okay, sweet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I mean, yeah, that makes lots of sense mm-hmm. as well. Um, everyone, check that out. At least go to the application, and see what's mm-hmm. available. Um, so, just to get through the rest of them, we might just go for some short answer ones that I think make sense and are commonly asked, such as collaborations. Can two people apply for grants for the same project under different, like the two separate artists, even though it's for the same project?
2: I guess for me, the question would be, what happens if one gets it and the other doesn't?
1: And we've had that instance before. Um, So the other thing I'd say is note that there is discussion. Um, We have an assessment panel. Mm. So often um, it is about how you want to best represent yourselves to that assessment panel.
0: Them. Yes, that makes sense. That's good. So best just one person. sounds like just it seems like the way to do it. You can still apply as a group, it sounds like, or there can be multiple people, but one application sounds crystal yeah. clear.
2: Partnerships are always, you know, usually seen pretty favorably because mm-hmm. um, you've got more than one person working on a project and I think sometimes that can mean, depending on, on who you're working with and how well you work together, a higher rate of success.
0: Sure um obviously a project can apply for both grants it sounds like there's no reason for one that's eligible for Wollongong would not be eligible for Create New South Wales as long as it's listed in the application
1: yeah we encourage a diversity of income so if you applied for Wollongong great we don't see that as a negative
0: great that makes that's great yeah um people have asked about like capital such as computers and equipment. And I guess it sounds like what, from what you said, it's just about proving the importance of that for the outcome of the project. Is Mm. that what it is? Rather than you as an artist, it's more about making sure that project happens.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, be very, um, specific in why it's that piece of equipment so don't say i just want a computer a computer yeah it's got like you know all these gaming features and things like that so it's you know it's got to be key to to the improvement of your business um and i know that you know digital artists are out there and you know digital technology moves very quickly um it may be that you say well it may just be an upgrade for a computer that you need rather than a whole new computer but anyway um I'm not. I'm a bit of a technical luddite, so I can't get into <laughs> that. But yeah.
0: Um, there was two questions about overseas or outside Australian projects and, if, and uh, it sounds like for the Wollongong one, definitely not no. outside of LGA, but Create New South Wales, is there roles for yes. international law? Yeah. If you're
1: a New South Wales-based artist and you feel that doing a residency overseas is going to benefit your career, um, again, short-term, long-term benefits, we would support it. And that's what a lot of the quick response grants um, are awarded for.
0: Okay, great.
1: The one thing I will caveat is it's always good just to put a little note like if COVID happens, we will have a backup plan.
0: Got it. Right. Do you have know how much detail for those kind of backup plans? It's just like it we have one and.
1: You just, it's good to acknowledge it so that you're saying, hey, I'm also thinking ahead and understanding the climate and the environment <laughs> that we're in.
0: It makes lots of sense. Um there were some questions that I'm, I th- for those who submitted questions that were specific about like looking for particular places or about specific details, I think they're best left to contacting the things directly and just for the yeah. sake of time. Um, I'm just we'll looking get, at
2: Melissa Aries one. I think uh, Melissa just sent me an email. That might be a little bit too hard for me to read specific, enough. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but that is, someone will can definitely give you that answer. I promise yep. it seems like um it sounds like there's funding for like every art form you even put the list up there and that goes for there's some pretty vague ones like multi-arts which the vagueness of art I mean we're all slashies now anyway aren't we so as long as we're all accepting of that um is there a way that you can help delineate uh is it just whichever one you feel it best represents what art form your project
1: yeah it's what's the primary so you have an option in your application form to select a primary secondary art form so you just Mm -hmm. choose your primary art form and then um, if so if it's dance and physical theatre you might choose dance but then you might choose choreography as your secondary so there's a way of doing that multi-arts Um, is often used for community cultural and arts development. Um, Mm, Not just
0: like theatre with film in it or anything. And
1: I was going to say that's not necessarily seen as multi-arts, that's seen as theatre. Multi-arts really has to show that you have an intersection of different art forms and that you're working to creating something new. And theatre is often the example I use where I say if it's a theatre show but you have a video artist and a choreographer – it's still a theatre show. It doesn't come under multi arts.
0: Got it. Um, great. That makes sense. Um, sweet. Um, that also goes for like, I mean, I was going to make a joke then and it's not the time for it. Um, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, and it made me laugh. That's the main thing. Um, there was questions about, um, I mean, a lot of these are very specific to what those things will be. So again, I'm going to leave the people who asked those questions um, there. Um, a, a vague but seems the important question, is it better to keep it simple and do things well, rather than having too many elef- elements. It seems like it's, uh, like if you're marking something you want something to be clear and simple, seems more valuable, or is that not? It's just as long as you can explain it. It seems, I know it's a vague question, but two people have asked it in different ways. Like is a smaller project better than a, a big one, I guess is maybe the a root of that question.
2: I guess um, the first thing to think about is how much is that project going to cost? So our grants are $4,000. That's the maximum amount you can apply for. So it's unlikely that you're going to be able to put in a project uh, category one saying I'm going to put in a, you know,
0: new dance
2: dance performance at the Marigong Theatre because the Marigong Theatre is going to take up, you know, $4,000 of your um, grant money in higher fees, so you know, do simple. Sometimes, as long as it's within the budget, if it is complex, again within the budget.
0: Um, there's a question about uh, if if it's a if it's a project within a larger project. Um, when I say project, I guess it's like i to use an example of mine. For instance, um, we had a theatre show and we applied for recording like some of the music from it separately um, and that would be released separately, but it's definitely related. Do you put the grant or the budget for the whole project or is it just for that section, if you can clarify that?
2: Yeah, so um, as an example, um, we have, uh, I don't know if anyone knows of Honk Festival. It's a sort of um, community music and arts festival that happens um, in Wollongong usually every year. Um so they've applied for funding to um run community music workshops as part of that larger project. So, you know, it might be we really want to encourage women to take up an instrument. So we're going to run these classes and then hey, we've got this festival so that at the end of these workshops they're going to be able to walk out onto the street and blow their trumpet and dance along and have a great time. So That's just a sort of example of like a small element within a larger project.
0: Right.
1: I think think for us it's a bit different. Um, We don't fund the same project twice, Mm. so I always say split it up and if you're doing a development, just apply for the development, don't include the larger project, so then you're able to then apply for presentation. So it's really about making sure they're distinctly
0: separate. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, so I guess the more you clarify what it is you're actually applying for, then that, okay, great. Um, Fantastic. I think that's all, that's, I've essentially covered all the ones that I think have been submitted and the ones that have popped up. If anyone is, anything urgent that is like we have not addressed that and I don't know how to answer that question, feel free to type it in the chat. um, But it seems like we've come to, everything, that at least anyone that I can see, regardless. Um, There was one there, oh, maybe we've addressed that attendee. I got a very small grant um, from Wollongong Council from a totally different council area. Uh, This is about acquittals. So, if things aren't acquitted, can you apply for a small projects grant with cultural development? Again, anonymous, I think that's very specific to that thing, but the acquittal and the right closing up process is very important for both Create New Heath Wales and for Wollongong Council. Yeah. Cause it sounds and like for both of you, you need to have your previous grants finalized and you've have reported on how the project went and how you spent that money. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. yeah. So you almost have to reverse engineer sometimes. So, you know, you start with, okay, how am I going to tell people that gave me the money, how this went? Um, You know, evaluation is great data for us because we can go to, you know, council and say, hey, you know, look at all these amazing outcomes that came from 2022 grant year. Um, And they might go, well, you know what, this is a great program and it's working well. Let's, you know, bump it up a little bit. Um, It might be that we don't get good data and they go, well, you know, we don't think this project's working and we can't justify it. So, you know, those sorts of things are really, um, really important. Mm. And I think it, it helps you to think about the success of your own program. You know, it's always good to evaluate what you do so that you can make the next thing that you do even better and learn lessons from, you know, the projects that you're taking on board. Um, you know, we're not going to get everything right every time. Um, so, you know, lessons learned are really important.
0: Fantastic. Um, uh, We've put some information in the chat just for further for contacts and websites. Um, We'll uh, I'll I'll get to editing this chat as soon as possible so we have something to send the people that were here. For those that attended, thank you very much. That went uh, smoothly and succinctly. That was great. Um, I can't think of anything glaring that we've missed. I've at least think we've covered the pitch of the original webinar. Thank you for everyone attending and asking questions and uh, being very nice. Um, uh, it was also a pleasure to meet you, Branna and Sam, I've met you before, so it um, doesn't really count, but thank you again. Um, <laughs> it's very Thanks, good.
2: Tom, for holding the room together.
0: Oh, it's my specialty. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll put a grand implication uh, in for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. If you have any questions, uh, send it to culturaldevelopment uh, at uh, Um Follow the links for Create New South Wales. We'll send links of all the people and bodies and information we've done. But apart from that, thank you so much for attending. Have a great Thursday night, everyone.
1: Thanks, Tom. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody.
0: And thank you for listening. For more information, visit the Wollongong City Council webpage or contact cultural development at